Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mitchell Family Talk Show. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank everybody. I'm so sorry. Welcome, everybody, to the Mitchell Family Talk Show. I want to thank everybody here on the Mitchell Family Reality Show TV that's tuned in right now. We'll be watching the talk show. And also, I want to thank everybody on the Mitchell Family Reality Show TV radio station. For being for listening in too, we do have a guest on uh, the panel with us today, and that is Brenda G. Design. We will be interviewing her like normally, like we did. We will ask her questions, and you all will have a chance to ask your questions. Bye. Bye. Number of posts right now, and moderators, if you don't get to pass this around, I really do appreciate it. Uh, to ask her guest. Questions? Please call this number. Another help button right. Do you ask or ask questions? Please call this number. Everybody, please share this. Right on, moderators. Uh, we'll really need your help, and we appreciate you being here, guys. All right, guys, so we'll get ahead and get started into the interview. Welcome to the Mitchell Family Reality Show TV. Well, thank you very much for having me. So, so let's talk about you before you became a YouTuber. So, uh, before you even decided to do YouTube, being on YouTube, what what you doing in your life? I have had a most conglomeration of jobs you've ever heard of in your life. Um, a lot of office work was involved. Um, I've done research work. I've I've been a farmer. I've raised rare heritage livestock on the farm. Um, You name it, I've probably done it. I was a welcome wagon hostess for a while. I had my own lingerie shop for a while. Uh, I've done a lot of things in my life, but my one main um, enthusiastic approach to life has always been to be creative. And I've enjoyed crafts all my life. Awesome, awesome. So did you ever have your own craft store or anything? No, I've never had my own craft store, although you would think I do if you had a look at my house. Because every room of my house is covered up in crafts. Awesome. So, so uh, you, worked in, you worked in, like, on farms and stuff? 
Well, I was raised on a farm. I was raised on a dairy farm, and then years later I went back and bought the same farm I'd been raised on, and that's where I raised rare heritage livestock and, well, all kinds of little critters like things that you'd see in the pet store, hamsters and um, exotic little critters like hedgehogs and uh, duprazies and all all sorts of little varmints that I had there. Um, it was a regular zoo. That's awesome. So, um, so what got you into crafting stuff? Well, I started out, I guess, crafting when I was four years old. I was sick with the chicken pox, and my mother was trying to keep me uh, while I was so sick, and she got me a little pair of those blunt scissors like, you know, little kids have in kindergarten, you know, and uh, she had some catalogs there and some paste and some... Um, paper and stuff, and so I went to cutting pictures out of the catalogs and pasting them up on paper, and that's my first memory of how I got started in crafts, but since then, I've just kind of branched out. I've always been interested in anything that's creative, and I do all sorts of crafts. I'm into weaving. I'm into spinning. Um, I had sheep on the farm, and I would shear them and do everything from, you know, raising the wool right off the sheep uh, to spinning it up and then knitting or crocheting an item out of it or weaving it into something. Um, I do work with gourds. I paint. I draw. Um, I can do uh, all kinds of paper crafting, um, scrapbooking, media arts, just uh, a whole lot of different things that I'm involved in. Have you ever sold your stuff out in the community? Uh, yes, I've done craft shows probably for the last uh, 30, 35 years. And I have an Etsy store where uh, I have a few things up there. The most popular has been my goat's milk soap. Everybody seems to be in love with that, but it, I've had 30 years of development into getting it right. So, <laughs> you know, it tends to be pretty popular. Um I've got some fragrance oils on there. I've got some jewelry items on there, uh, dream catchers. Um, I made a floating teacup back uh, a couple months ago, and I put that up on the the Etsy store. But the Etsy store is just the tip of the iceberg of all the things that I make. Well, the the soap, it's um, a natural soap. It's got almond oil, and it's got shea butter in it. It's real good for your skin. The goat's milk is a healing property type of soap, and people that have dry, chapped skin, the goat's milk is real good for, and it keeps your skin from drying out. And then I put fragrance, and I have about 70 different varieties of fragrances that I use in the soap, and most of them all I've got listed there on the the Etsy store. Um, So if anybody wanted to see that, uh, you can type in, Brenda G.S., that's all one word, designs, uh, the second word, on Etsy, and that'll take you to my Etsy store. And if you have problems with that, on any of my videos over on my channel, it has the link to the Etsy store in the description of all my videos.
Well, I always knew that when I retired, I would want to craft. That that was that's been my main goal for many years now. Um, I'm a widow. My husband used to laugh at me and say, oh, you'll never retire. You'll be working all your life. And I said, well, yeah, okay, watch this. And <laughs> so I worked myself into a position where I could retire. And uh, I did that about a year and a half ago, maybe a little longer than that. And I was doing YouTube at the time on a news show that I had. And um, my heart really wasn't in that. You know, I I did it because a lot of people in the uh, Patriot community was wanting me to do it and had egged me on to do it. But it got me a lot of YouTube experience. felt like that had kind of run its gambit. Then I said, okay, you know, I'm done with this. My anniversary date of one year was my last new show, and uh, that was when I started up my craft channel and started my crafting on YouTube. Awesome. So, who inspired you on YouTube? The one that you wanted to get your craft out there. Who inspired you? What YouTube inspired you? Well, there were many uh, because I've been watching a lot of different YouTube shows and how different crafters were doing things. I think probably the one person that really uh, motivated me would have been Michelle Scott. Uh, she she does a, a show where she does uh, journaling. And she makes all kinds of really pretty journals, and she key dyes her paper and all that. And she and I had been talking about the work that she was doing with her journals, and I was telling her, you know, that how eclectic I am with all the different things that I'm involved in with crafting. And she says, well you know, you've been doing this for so long, I'm sure that you have a lot of tips and things that would be interesting to the viewers on YouTube. I think you ought to, you know, get your craft thing on and and get a YouTube channel going. And so I kind of mulled that over for a little bit. I was still doing the news show, and the news show was taking up a lot of my time. I was probably putting about eight hours a day by the time I did all the research and did the show and then, you know, all the basic cleanup, you know, I called it after the show because I'd have to answer questions and uh, answer all the comments and things that was on the show. So it was taking roughly about eight hours a day. And I said, you know, I can't do the crafting and do the new show thing at the same time. That's just not going to work. So so I see that you brought some of your work with you. Yes. um, You'd ask that I make something on the show to, to... show the viewers some of the things that I can do. I got involved in this just recently. I learned about this uh, paint called Prism Paint by a company called PDO. And I'll show a, a bottle of it here on the camera. Uh, they make this in a lot of different varieties. Uh, the one I have happens to be Fantasy. Um, there's six bottles of it in the set. And this is a self-selling paint. And that's C-E-L or C-E-L-L, self-selling paint, where the paint actually makes cells, much like they're doing with the acrylic pores with the acrylic paint, but this is an oil-based paint. And I made these pendants with this paint. Uh, I did a show on it yesterday, as a matter of fact, over on my channel. And it's a really interesting um, medium. And I'll, I'll... show you how this works here. I've got these bezels that I got off of uh, Amazon and they have um, these um, well shoot, I thought I had one out and I don't. One of the cabochons that goes into the bezel 
over top of the paint once the paint is dry, and it fits in just like that. And they're little clear cabochons, and so you got to paint them first. And this is really interesting because you got to really stir this stuff up. It's it real thick and gloopy on the bottom of the the bottle, and that's the properties in it that's going to make it sell. And you just put a little paint in the bezel, and I've got a few varieties of it stirred up here. And this changes as it dries. The cells start popping up in it, and so the design in it will change and have the cells coming up in it. I'll get a little paint there in the bezel. I'm putting four different colors in here. I started with what they're calling onyx, a little gold, a little of their white, and a little of the purple. And I'm going to take my craft tool here, and I'm going to make a little swirl in it and get it leveled out in that bezel. And now as that dries, it will create the cell pattern in it that these other ones have that I've set the cabochons in. And in order to get that flat, since it's got the, the little bezel on the top of it, I put a little wood round underneath it to level it up so that the paint goes level in it. But if you can see inside these... these uh, once that I have the cabochons on, you can see all the selling that went on with the paint underneath there. And I did these four on the show yesterday that uh, I have completed. So there's a little demonstration there on how the, the uh, PBO works. It's uh, already starting to sell up there in the top portion of it. It's a really interesting medium. So how long does it take to dry? Uh, it depends on how thick paint. I mean, if you really put it on thick, it's going to take about three days for it to dry. But with no more than I have in there, it'll probably take it about four or five hours. Okay. Uh, so how much does something like that go for? Uh, when I take these to the craft show, if um, I don't have a chain in them, then they usually go for about $5 a piece. If uh, I've got chain, it depends on what kind of chain I have in it. Silver ones, uh, they usually go for about 15 to 20, depending on the length of the chain. Awesome, awesome. So, um, so you may do this, and what else do you make? You said soaps and stuff? Yes, I make uh, soaps, and, and um, I do, let's see, let me unearth a few things here. Uh, on one of my shows here a while back, I did some work with... Um, Egg shells making mosaics, and I did an eggshell mosaic on a Zippo lighter. Awesome. And after I got the eggshell on it, I painted it with um, alcohol inks, and that is an eggshell mosaic done on a Zippo lighter. So that's awesome. that's kind of unusual. You know, people don't see that very often. Um, no, you don't. I also do work with gourds, and I have to move my camera here a little bit to show this gourd, so we'll 
reposition things here just a touch. And here's a, a gourd that I painted an owl on. And see if I can get him turned so he looks right. There we go. I wood burnt that owl onto this gourd, and then I wood burnt some feathers around the gourd and painted them on and painted the gourd, and then I sealed it, cleaned it all out inside, painted the inside of it. And uh, so that's some work that I did. Um, the uh, floating teacup that I made, let me move this paint out of the way before I fill it. Give me a little more room to show what I'm doing here. All right. The floating teacup that I made, there's the, the teacup part of it and the bowl. If you want to see it really good, you've got to go over to the Etsy store and take a good look at it. But uh, that's the floating teacup. I do dream catchers. There's a dream catcher that I made. So how much of the dream catcher go for? I, um, I believe I have these on the, the site for $15 a piece. That is um, made with sinew and with all the weaving, and I've got the beads and the feathers all done up in that. Um, it's a six-inch ring that those are on. I do weaving. Um, this is uh, a scarf that I wove on one of my looms all hand-woven, and that's uh, a wool chenille, and I make those in several different colors. Um, so how long does it take you to do the drink catch in total in hours? Oh, I'd say it probably takes about maybe two to three hours because of all the knotting when you're uh, doing the weaving. That's the, the longest part of it. Uh, is trying to make the weave. Wow. And then what about that other thing you had in your hand? What was that again? Uh, the wool scarf? Yeah, yeah. How long does that take Those take approximately uh, six to eight hours to make the scarves. Because yeah. it's all done by hand. This is on one of those beater looms. This is on a hand loom where you're actually physically taking each strand through the loom yourself. Okay. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to call and speak to a guest, we've got 10 more minutes. Please call at 657-383-0631. Again, 657-383-0631. Please call and speak to uh, Brenda G. Designs. She's taking your questions now on the radio, the radio talk show. Please call in at, again, 657-383-0631. I'll do a shout out to some of the people that's in the chat room there. I see some of my girls out there. Uh, Brandy Lynn, she does my live show with me every Monday evening at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. They're on my YouTube channel, Brenda G's Designs. And I'll do a shout out to Brandy. And I see one of my moderators out there, uh, Susan Zelensky. I say, hey to Susan, glad to see you out there, honey. So the floating coffee cup, you're talking about a floating coffee cup, correct? Uh, it's a floating teacup. Well, it's, um, they're, they're not real easy to make. They're, they're 
they're pretty difficult, as a matter of fact. Uh, and it takes it's a very time-consuming task to do this. You have to make an armature that you epoxy to the plate and then to the cup. And uh, you have to let that set up. You, you let it set up on the plate, then you let it set up on the cup, and then you go to decorating it, loaded with decoration. Um, I would say this piece, not including, you know, the time that I just had to wait for it to dry, uh, probably took me about six, seven hours just to decorate it. Uh, it was a, a long, drawn-out process because of trying to place everything so that it would look nice once it was all done. Um, and it has a lot of elements to it. I've got several different types of flowers and, and colors of flowers in it, and the leaves are all hand-placed. All the ribbons are hand-placed. It's got uh, baby's breath in it. Um, uh, and, Gia, I'm interrupt you. We've got a caller for you. Okay. You want to take a question? Sure. I'd like to put your phone up to your ear. Okay. Here we go. Here it goes, uh, 8112. You're on live on the Mitchell Center Radio Show, radio station, and the Mitchell Family Talk Show. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Are you there? Yes, we're just fine. How are you? Hey, doing good. Um, just got on here a few minutes ago and was watching what you got going on there. That is absolutely beautiful. Well, thank um, you. I'm going to be getting uh, getting uh, some information and uh, getting some orders here. That's beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, What's going on, Kevin? The flowers. Hey, Jesse, how are you, sir? Doing good. So this is Kevin, the fan, ladies and gentlemen, that called in. Uh, he's a really awesome guy. Uh, so, well, it's nice to meet you, Kevin. What kind of questions can I answer for you about the teacup? Um, do you do you keep a lot of those in stock, or do you make those uh, to order? Well, I can make them to order. This is the only one I currently have up um, on the uh, Etsy store. But, yes, I can make them to order. However, it takes a while to make them because there's a right. lot of work involved in it. Understood, understood. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to put some orders in here because, um, it's funny because huh, we were just looking at some stuff like that a while back, but your stuff is so much nicer. <laughs> it really well, is. Thank you very much. I'm very flattered. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely going to be getting on there and, and getting some orders in. Um, yeah, I know the folks that I'm going to be ordering for are going to be uh, very pleased. So, um, what? Well, if you don't see what you want on the Etsy store, you need something custom made, then all you have to do is just miss there through the Etsy store, and I'll get back with you and fix up whatever it is that you need. Okay, good deal. I'm writing that down right now. Okay. So what did you like on the show, Kevin, that you caught your eye? Uh, what was that, Jesse? What did you like on the show that caught your eye? Uh, where do I begin? Um, I mean, um, it's just ironic because, uh, my daughter, um, was, was actually just hinting around about some things like this. And, and uh, I don't know. I, I think, you know, the teacup, I mean, there's just so much about those teacups. They're beautiful. I mean, you can set them out anywhere you want and 
they're just beautiful. Um, and the flower arrangements, uh, I think that's what caught my eye too. I mean, and I know a lot of work goes into that stuff, tons of work. Um, so, you know, anything that's handmade like that, that so much love is put into, I mean, it's just, you know, that's what attracts me to a product. And I think, you know, with this, I think I've found that. So definitely going to do some well, more yeah, the teacups are kind of magical because, you know, it, it looks, it gives the illusion that it's actually floating up over the saucer. So, yes. you know, that that uh, really kind of draws people's eye to it, that, you know, how is that made? <laughs> that teacup looks like it's in midair. I know. that's It's, a, it's cool. I like that. Um, uh, I got one more question. I don't want to hog the lines mm-hmm. here because I do tend to talk too much. Um <laughs> How long have you been doing this? I have been crafting uh, basically since I was four years old. But, uh, you know, when I really kind of got serious about it, I was around, oh, 25, I guess. So, yeah, that's been many, many years that I've been at this. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, you have refined your art, that is for sure. You are very good at what you do. Um, well, thank you very much. I'm interested in a I, lot of different things, and every once in a while something new pops up that I haven't seen before, and I have to investigate that. So, uh, you know, I tend to kind of flit between one craft and another, but I, you know, have all kinds of supplies here that I can uh, mix up to do different things with. Uh, you know, this the paint that I was using in the paint project earlier, that was... Um, from what I understand, originally designed to do paintings and things with, and, you know, I've adapted it into jewelry. Um, I I won't say that I'm the first one that's ever adapted it into jewelry. I'm sure that there's been many others, but I think that it's uh, an interesting jewelry medium to work with. So, you know, sometimes it's a matter of just mixing up the different things. You take one element from one craft and mix it into another one, and then you've got a whole new thing going on. Yes, yeah. See, I can, I can tell you're creative, um, and that's what makes that fun because you, you never know what you're going to come up with next, and that's what makes that so that's cool. That's true. Yeah. Um, so you have a shop at home, uh, a, a place where you do all this? Well, I, I have a home that is a shop. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's one big craft store, basically, is what it is. Uh, you know, that's the thing about being retired and living alone. You know, you can spread your stuff out and have it wherever you want it. So every room in my yeah. house is a craft room. There you go. There you go. Well, I'll definitely be getting on. Um, I know that uh, Jesse's probably going to be flashing some websites and stuff, and I'll, I'm going to go back and watch what I missed. And um, just wanted to call in and give you some support and let you know I'm very impressed by what I see, and good luck with your business, and, and uh, well, bless keep your it heart. going. Thank you very much. It's been very nice to make your acquaintance. Very nice to, to talk with you as well. Uh, good luck and have a Merry Christmas. Well, you too. I look forward to hearing from you. All righty. Talk to everybody soon. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Kevin Fam. People checking out on YouTube. Look up Kevin Fam. Subscribe to the Amazon Motherfucker. I'm going to show you me. And then you all. And then you all. Thank you, Kevin, for calling on So, the so, fire, fire thing. Fire thing. Um, um, tell us more about that. Well, um, 
like I was saying, the uh, the cup there. You can. Well, I'll try to get the cup so that you can get it there under the the camera. Uh, that's the cup portion of it, and you see all the flowers that have been inlaid in that. And I made it so that it would look like the flowers that are in the cup are pouring out into the saucer. So this is the the armature that goes between the cup and the saucer, and there's flowers coming all the way down that flowers and ribbon. And then on the saucer portion of it, uh, it carries on the yellow. You've got the yellow up here in the cup, and it's got the yellow flowers just streaming down over the saucer, laying in a bed of the little right. roses that's on it. So how much does something like that go for? Um, I believe I have this at 30 on the Etsy store, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, of course, that does not include shipping. Whatever you purchase, you have to pay the shipping on because, you know, the government wants their portion of it for their services. But uh, the teacup, I think I have listed at $30. Uh, I never Here we go. Hello? Yes, hey, it's James Destiny. I just wanted to call in and just show support to uh, another artist because art's everything. <laughs> I love your stuff. Well, thank you very much. So I just wanted to say I love it. Don't give up. Keep doing it. And... Yeah, I love your stuff. Just like I said, just call in to support another artist. <laughs> well, that's great. You can come over to my channel, Brenda G's Designs. I do a live every Monday night at 8 o'clock Eastern time, and then I put videos out throughout the week with tutorials showing things that I'm doing. So I hope to see you over on my channel. Oh, I definitely, you definitely will, because I've seen you over on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> What do you like? What do you What do you like? She has shown today. What What item do you like? Well, I've been like catching it out. Like I have the stream off now because of the echo, but I think it was like the pendants I was seeing, the jewelry. Mhm. Mm I yeah, like that to me is amazing because I have no like skill. I tried jewelry, and that takes an amazing hand and a very steady hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually, very these are very simple to make, and as you can see, you know, if you, you can see the camera right now, the paint that I put in this one bezel has already gone to cells in there, showing the design of it. And then once I put the cabochon on top of it, and what I use is E6000, you got to make sure that you get the entire bottom of the cabochon covered with E6000 and press it down firmly. You don't want any air trapped. Uh, that will ruin your design. So you press it down firmly into the bezel, and uh, that magnifies the picture of the cells in your uh, bezel there. Uh, so you can see, like in this one, it's all magnified. I'm trying to get the glare off of it so that you can see it a little bit better. Okay. See, I do more of, like, the painting end and drawing and stuff like that, so... I was never good with, like, jewelry or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's something for you to branch off into? Try your hand at it. I might. I might. I branched off to painting birdhouses, and I ended up absolutely loving it. So, 
All right, well, I'm going to go and just want to stop in and say hi and and give you a support. So, everybody take care. I'll talk to you in chat. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So you can actually find this interview on podcast on iTunes.com. Once again, we are now in podcast on the Mitchell Family Radio Radio Station. You can go to iTunes.com and look this up. The Mitchell Family Radio Station. You can look that up. So just let everybody know. So. So, as we, as we are now, now winding down, winding a, little bit, down a little bit, tell us more tell us what's more, you, where we can find where you, you on your website. Your website. Okay. Um, on YouTube, you can find me at Brenda G's Designs, uh, B-R-E-N-D-A-G apostrophe S, Designs, on YouTube. And if you want to find me on uh, Facebook, it's Brenda Gibson. 71 is what you would put into the search engine. Brenda Gibson 71 should take you right to my Facebook page. If you want to find me on Etsy, it's Brenda G's Designs, but without the apostrophe, B-R-E-N-D-A-G-S, and it's Faith Designs, and that will take you to my Etsy store. If you have problems with that, on my YouTube channel, in the description of every video, it has the... URL to the Etsy store. We'll take you right straight to it. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, so new newcomers coming, coming on YouTube or just maybe starting. starting. Uh, what, what can you say to them to inspire them? Uh, in you for YouTube in general or or for crafting? Well, crafting well, or, crafting, like, or just, like I said, people starting YouTube. What could you say? What could you say to them to inspire them? Okay. Uh, To inspire people on YouTube, first of all, do not let people discourage you. Do not let them tell you that you have to have a million dollars worth of audio and visual equipment in order to do a YouTube video. Uh, That is not true. You need a few simple things in order to be able to get on YouTube. And you can research it right through YouTube. If you're going to use one of them smartphones or if you're going to use a laptop or you're going to use what they call an iPad, uh, whatever it is that you want to use to get on YouTube, there are billions of tutorials out there on how to do it. If you are going to use a webcam like I'm using here today, uh, those are fairly inexpensive. You can get them from the Walmart. You can get them from the Amazon store. Uh, pretty simple to hook up. Just make sure that they work with your operating system. want to get a, a set of headsets um, so that you can hear well if you're uh, going to be doing any live. Um, other than that, just get out there and show what you are passionate about. Do whatever you're wanting to do. There's time, once you get into it, to learn all the ins and outs of YouTube, and I can't say that I even know all of them, uh, but there's lots of videos on YouTube that explain a lot of things about it, and a lot of YouTubers that are willing to help you and show you anything that you're interested in learning about it that you don't know. So don't let people discourage you, and don't let yourself discourage you. I've heard a lot of people, well, I'm afraid to get on camera, or I'm afraid to put myself out there. Look, 
Life is about putting yourself out there. So just go with it. You only live once. Don't be sitting around in your last day saying, well, I wish I'd done this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> Life's passing you by while you're sitting there wondering what you could have done. Grab the bull by the horn and go at it. I mean, what's, what's the worst thing that can happen? You fail? Everybody fails. You won't be the first one to fail, and the people that are watching you put their pants on one leg at a time just like you do. So that would be my advice as far as getting on YouTube is concerned. As far as crafting is concerned, figure out what you like. I mean, if you like painting, try your hand at painting. It might not be your thing. Maybe you like to whittle. You know, get out there and join a woodcarver's club. And the the fellas and, and ladies that are involved in that are more than willing to teach and show you different techniques and what you need to know in order to do that. Maybe you like to try wood burning. Uh, try that. Maybe it's soap making. Maybe it's weaving. Whatever it is that you're interested in, that's what you need to go with. Start there, and then you can branch out. Awesome. That's a good experiment. Experiment. Word. Word. So, so we are taking questions, questions uh, right uh, now in the right chat now, from, from the UK, and anybody else wasn't able to call in. So, if you're from the UK, you have a question for a guest, or anybody that was not able to call in, please feel free to go ahead and put your questions down in the chat. And feel free to put your questions in the chat for a few more minutes, and the show will go down. Art is seriously all around us. Yes, it is. Yes, uh, nature is all about art. You can go out and pick up a leaf. I mean, there's plenty of them on the ground this time of year. Pick up a leaf and just study it. Look at how it's made. And then pick up a feather and compare them. And you'll be amazed at how many things the feather and the leaf have in common. And then take a pencil and start drawing it and put the shadowing in and try your hand at drawing a little bit. Um, it's uh, an art form all in itself just to study nature and how things are made, uh, studying insects. You know, I, when I do my gardening, I'm, I've got a garden where I raise gourds and stuff, and I like to spend time out in the garden, and there's prey mantis that like to visit me out in the garden. And it's interesting how gentle they are and just how they are made, you know, if they're sitting there watching me while I'm, you know, digging in the dirt, um, you know, they're entertained by me and I'm entertained by them. Megan Fox says, I live and breathe art. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep, everything around you is something artistic. Um you know, whether it is your cooking or, uh, I mean, you can be artistic even with your house cleaning. <laughs> so everything around you is art. It, it, whatever it is that you're doing for a living is art. Not everybody can do the same thing that you do. Whether you're a, a nurse or uh, maybe you're an office worker or you're a salesperson, whatever it is you're doing is an art form. Uh, go ahead, uh, Brandy, ask your question. Go ahead and put it in the chat. Strength, uh, Destiny, uh, said, me too, I have a fine art degree. Just sadly can't use it in my area for work. Well, 
maybe not now, but in the future. I've had things that, uh, as an example, I've had things that I have come across in a store or at a flea market or whatever that just speaks to me. You know, it, it just wants me to take it on with me. I have no idea what the use is for it. And it might sit on a shelf for years. And then all of a sudden, it's like, that is the item I need for this particular project. Then it's the same way with your degree. You may have your degree and not be able to use it right now, and it may sit on the shelf for quite a while. But all of a sudden, boom, right there it's going to be that, oh, okay, today's the day that I took that to use. Uh, so Brandy says, what is a art crafting quota that inspires you? Oh, crafting quote. I don't know that I've ever had one that's actually been the inspiration for my crafting, but one of my mottos is never quit. Awesome. Brenda is a crafty, be like Brenda. That's what she was wanting me to put out there. Yeah, that got started uh, several months ago when I was teasing around with some girls on Facebook about, you know, talking about myself in a third person where I'd say, well, Brenda's crafty. You know, I'd put a picture of something that I'd made up, and one of the girls came back with, be like Brenda, and that caught on. And so that's been one of the quotes that I use at the end of my show. Uh, uh, always remember, Brenda's crafty, be like Brenda. So that's what they're wanting me to put out there. <laughs> Kathleen's family says Kathleen when she was in high school, she was in a machine shop, and she made a hammer for her father. Yeah, that's something similar that I've gone through in my life. Uh, when I This was in junior high. They wouldn't let the girls take shop class. And enough of us made a ruckus about it that they decided at school what they was going to do is they would let the girls take, I think it was six weeks of shop class, and the boys take six weeks of home ec. And that was the only shop class that I got to take in school. But the instructor... He really liked me, uh, and so I guess, you know, maybe I got a little bit special treatment compared to some of the other girls that really wasn't interested in it that much, but he let me make jewelry. Uh, They had a kiln there in the shop class where you could melt down uh, enamel on copper and make uh, enamel jewelry, cloisonne-type jewelry, and so he let me do that, and he let me do a lot of plaster crafts. Uh, I like to play in the plaster and put it into molds to make things. And as a matter of fact, uh, I have hanging on a wall in my house right now a horse head that I cast back when I was in junior high school there in that shop class. Uh, Strength says, I expire to inspire before I expire. That is a favorite favorite of mine. mine. Yep. That's a good one, too. Uh, carry on, and John. Uh, carry on, Jeff and John. Thanks for stopping by. Um, Strange says, also, supporting living art, these ones don't need it. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be the dead ones don't need it, yeah. Poor living artists, the dead ones don't need it. <laughs> Well, that's interesting, though, because yeah, it seems like the art becomes uh, valuable once somebody passes on. So, 
you know, Rembrandt's stuff wasn't worth anything when he was alive, but, you know, once he was gone, then it was worth something. <laughs> Same thing with Picasso. Anybody else got any Anybody questions uh, for Brenda G's designs? Feel free to put your last bit of questions in. Uh, this is, we'll take one more question from each and every one of you all. Do you have any more questions?